Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This week's show is brought to you by amortgagenow.co.uk, the independent online mortgage brokers. Do you need help with a mortgage or remortgage? amortgagenow.co.uk provide a unique online independent mortgage advice service. This means no meetings, no paperwork, no hassle. Whatever your mortgage or remortgage needs, we can help. Visit amortgagenow.co.uk or call us now on 020-8979-9684. AmortgageNow are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage. Hello, uh, welcome, uh, thanks for downloading another Spurs show. A difficult show this evening, a difficult show after the last couple of games, but we're, we're trying to soldier on. One man feeling a bit under the weather, and we all, in a way, feel his pain. Yeah. Mihir Bose returns, the eminent journalist and writer. How are you? You're not feeling great, are you, either? No, well, no? you wouldn't expect me to feel great after yesterday, but I, for some reason, I, um, you know, I feel like some of the Spurs players must have felt like last mm. night. And we do. It's still raw. <laughs> joining us, making his debut from AEG, Nathan Koskis here. Thank you very much for joining us, Nathan. Thank you for having me. Nice work. Well, an absolute pleasure. And the voice of reason, uh, we <laughs> hope, to, tonight. Theo Delaney. Returns. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right, so well, let's, let's, let's get on with it. Um, defeat, yes, in the League Cup. Um, positives to be, to be had, <laughs> but ultimately, thoroughly disappointed to get beaten by that lot. Um, Mihir, well, we were all there. Mihir, how, you know, how can you sort of sum up that performance and, and result? Well, I know we talk about positives, such a, such a sort of uh, cliche word, isn't it? But actually, I, I thought they played well. Um, I, you know, obviously they made a few mistakes. They, they needed a bit of luck, and let's face it, one's got to be honest about this. Chelsea are a superior team, um, and I think there is now a psychological barrier um, in the Spurs' mind, which wasn't probably there 20 or 30 years ago, but is there about beating Chelsea. We've beaten them once or twice, but not very often. And, um, and you know, some mistakes were made. Um, and 
on the whole, what can you say? You know, luck, when, when you want luck, um, didn't go um, in Spurs' favour. But I was, on the whole, encouraged by the way they played, mm-hmm. um, by, the, by the possession they took, the fact that they couldn't turn it into something that actually meant anything. And, of course, Kane, I suppose, um, his rise has been remarkable, but it showed that, you know, on the big stage, it was probably a bit too much for him. Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. Nathan, I mean, the, fir- the first half, well, until the goal, we were playing well, we were toe-to-toe, we had possibly better chances, um, but it just wasn't enough. We, you know, we sort of sensed we needed that goal when we were sort of in the ascendancy. Yeah, I think the biggest compliment that yesterday was, was the fact that Mourinho set his team up to stop Spurs. Yeah. Um, you know, we, he, was prepared, he was not prepared to let in another five goals to us and he wanted it to be Tottenham nil and he knew he could probably then force the mistakes Mihir mentions and, uh, and get those two goals that they got. Uh, but the positives were, like you say, at 40 minutes, we're starting to come into the game and we're thinking, well, nobody went there with any hope, but maybe it, <laughs> just, just as it started to appear, uh, it disappeared. But, but there were a lot of good young players there who... Whilst Kane felt looked a bit isolated, they, they all showed up on the day and gave what they had. And I think there's a, a bridge there for us to get to get really. Mm. Theo, were you, I mean, when you when you saw the lineup, both both teams line up. What, what was your thoughts for kickoff? Were you quite pleased with, with the team he put out? Well, the Tottenham yeah. side. Well, first of all, I think that's a good point that Nathan makes, which is that he, that Mourinho played a very very defensive side, which was a compliment. Tottenham team, yeah, I think so. I mean, Townsend. The, the the only question marks over the Tottenham lineup since it's evolved into this new Pochettino team, which is a good team, you know, compared to where we've been. Uh, the question marks are at centre half, whether it's Fazio or Dyer, um, and in the three behind Kane, who you play there. You've got to play Ericsson because he's the best player in the, you know behind Kane, and then it's a question of what combination. So you could have argued that uh, Lamella might have been a better bet than Townsend. He works harder, does more defensive work. Uh, but apart from that, and Chad Chadley's in because he, he scores goals and was better that you know good earlier in the season. Debelli had a terrible game against West Ham, so th- yeah. that's where the debating points were. I wasn't disappointed with the starting lineup. I thought it was okay. I thought we played well. Yeah, I mean, I thought on the whole we played well and were. Quite unfortunate, really. It could have gone either way. Ericsson's free kick had gone in. Fantastic yeah. free kick. Rockets off the bar. It would have been a very different game. Chelsea would have had to come out. That defensive you know, mindset would have had to change for them. And we might have caught them again. We were very good on the break. Harry Kane could have scored a second. And then all, all bets were off then. Anything could have happened. I mean, it was the killer me here. I mean, that second goal. I mean, when, when we played in the league, we were goal down. We came back in the League Cup final 2008. We went in uh, a goal down to a Jogba goal. So I think at half-time, there was still hope that we could do something. But we looked a bit leggy. And obviously, that second goal just killed it, didn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. Second goal changed the match. And of course... Um, you know, second goal, you could have survived the second goal had there been a response fairly soon. Mm. But there wasn't really a response till about the 80th minute mm. when actually, for the first time in the match, in the last 10 minutes, you know, this is the phenomenon of the season, isn't it? The Spurs are the great comeback kings. Yeah, come and the last the 10 end. minutes, there was a comeback. It, it didn't lead to a goal. It yeah. didn't lead to anything. It didn't, you know... Against West Ham, you've seen it in many, many other matches, yeah. Swansea and so on. They, they go back and win. 
in, but it didn't lead to anything. And and I must say, um, it's interesting. I thought John Terry had probably his best game yeah, for Chelsea. Very good. And you know, the very if you go back to Chelsea, the very first game, Burnley scored early on, and the Chelsea defence then looked like they could be taken, and Spurs did take them apart. Mm. But but you know, this defence and and Terry probably hasn't played better for Chelsea this season. I yeah. would say no. I haven't seen him every match, and you know, no. a Chelsea he, he supporter. Was very good. If mm. they listen to this, I don't know if there are any Chelsea supporters around um, listening at the moment. But you know, um, they might say that he's had better games. But uh, you know, he marshaled that defence very yeah. well. And and your point is absolutely right here. We don't know who the pairing at the back is. Mm. I, I was told there's a statistic about Fazio that he's never lost to Costa. It seems. Yeah, in, that's in, right. In, yeah, in a, in a match, I, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But um, but you know, Pochettino has done well. He's done better yeah. than I expected him to do. He's done better than you know when he started off. Um, and I think we've got to we've got to give him time. Yeah. Which of course is not something that uh, the wonderful Mr. Levy does. Yeah. Nathan, I mean. Players on the bench, players that came on the 2 0 down, you hope to sort of change the game. Do you think that's sort of, when we look, try and look forward to the rest of the season, certainly next season, that it's just not good enough, the sort of the squad we've got, that you're bringing a Soldado on who's horribly <laughs> out of form, Lamella that, you know, can sort of blow hot and cold? You, you, you sort of knew as a Spurs fan, none of those players were going to change the game, were they? No, that's a very, it's a very good point. Um, yeah, we've probably waited long enough for, for those kind of players to, to make an impact. Uh, as Theo says, Lamella was the one I probably would have started instead of Townsend. But, uh, and maybe that's what we've got to look at. I think on the positive side, this time last year, what's the spine of our team? There'd have been a lot of question marks on who's good enough, who's still going to be there. Yeah. And now I feel we've got a good spine and it's a, it's a Tottenham spine. It's, it's people that have come through the club and people that are committed to the club, we hope, with, with Larissa and Vertonghen. Um, and it's now building around that now. And, I, and, and you know, I think there is, there is that. Whilst the whole Spurs motto is uh, maybe next season, uh, the, unofficial, the unofficial motto may be. <laughs> I, I, next year I, I, in Jerusalem. Yeah, exactly. That's that one as well. Um, maybe, yeah. Is that, isn't that in the Europa League, I think, that is. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we can build around that team now. There is something there. And, you know, the old cliche, I do hope they learn from that experience and, and can bring the players around them. Mm. I mean, I think positives, I mean... Bentaleb, I thought was our man of match. Colossal yeah. Mason alongside him, that's good. I thought Dyer had a good game. There is that. Yeah. There is that sort of strong English. I know everyone goes about the English young players, but there is a sort of strong English yeah. nucleus that we can see. If obviously, if you can keep everyone there, yeah. you sort of go Vertonghen, Lloris, keep certain players there. Ericsson. Um, we, we you know we do have the nucleus for. Yeah, I know we keep saying that next season, next season, but there is there is something to build on there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think we've got a really good manager. And when, when you think what a basket case of a squad he actually inherited, if you look at all the highly paid, really mediocre players, if you look at people like Paulinho and Soldado and Adebayor and Capu, and there's this a long list of overpaid, really average players, and he still managed somehow. After a few months of tinkering, he's found a way of making a good team, and we are a good team. We're, you know, easier top six team, I think, on, on merit. Uh, that's a, that's to his great credit. But what we haven't got is 
amazing. We've got a big squad, but we haven't got a deep squad. Because mm. as soon as, you know, it's like, you know, you look at that bench yesterday, like you say, there's no, nobody to come on and change the game, really. So really, what, what the, the big thing now is, it's great that we're out of Europe in as much as he can now play that first choice team in every game between now and the end of the season. And who knows what might happen if he can really get them motivated. And they are, they do look like a motivated side. Mm. But then the next big thing, whether we make top four or not, I mean, you know, the bookmakers would say it's a distant hope, but... It's the summer. It's what happens in the summer. How many people he can offload and how many of his own players, his own types of players he can bring in so we can get at least 18 or 20 players that he wants, you know, that can make a real proper contribution instead of just, you know, 12 or 13. And and the style, you know, it's very interesting. um, You mentioned Mourinho's phrase that it's worth worth saying that Mourinho said as well, now whether he meant this or not, one doesn't know, um, and managers say these things in their moment of victory, you know, they want to be generous, that the Spurs moved the ball around very quickly. And that, I think, is the big difference from the last couple of years, where yeah. Spurs, yeah. you know, we had 65% possession. Yeah. But again, in, under AVB, we used to have a lot of possession. Yeah. And then you didn't think that Spurs were going to do anything. Yeah. They didn't move the ball around. They, yeah. What they did was, you know, the, the Ray Wilkins type, you know, sideways, lovely, the lovely, crab, you know, square. Yeah. Um, you know, you didn't move. Yeah. But but this one actually uh, under Pochettino, they are it's incisive. They, yeah. Incisive. Okay, they may not go, you know, behind the defense all mm. the time, but when they do, for instance, you know, that Kane shot, which. Um, with Czech saved, you know, yeah. who knows, you know, yeah. A, yeah. a certain angle might have, you know, all these things are, are, are encouraging. I think what is slightly worrying is um, we've had these moments before, not quite, you know, and, and where do you go to that next step? And that, mm. that psychological next step mm. is, is the really, I mean, that is what the, the, the sadness of yesterday was. Yeah. That had we won, uh, had Spurs won, that, that would be a huge leap. But yeah. it would have been a tremendous leap, and that would have made a difference. But to, to take the final positive, if you remember when we, we lost to Manchester United, and after that, um, we had some good seasons, you know, getting yeah. into the Champions League yeah. and playing actually good football. We didn't win anything, but, you know, it, it raised the hopes. And yeah. the, thing, the thing about this nucleus, this spine that he's developed, is I think mentally they're great, these players. I think that Kane and Mason and Bentaleb and Ericsson and... Uh, Probably dire. They they have they have they seem to have an exuberance and a fearlessness, which comes a bit of a cliche, but it's a kind of the, the fearlessness of youth. And I think they love. They seem to be motivated. And they love to play, and they love to play for Tottenham. And I think so. I think they're more resilient psychologically. I don't think they'll necessarily, um, you know, suffer as a result of this. Will they stay together? Well, yeah, I mean, players <laughs> like Ericsson and Vertonghen and Lloris, big question marks. They're not signing new contracts. I mean, there's every reason to believe they'll want to leave, if we, certainly if we don't make Champions League. But I think Bentaleb and the great news is that Bentaleb, Mason and Kane, who are just as important, mm. they will definitely stay, at least for the next few years. But you see, with thought. the foreign players, remember, um, there's the Euros coming up. There's a World Cup coming up. They do look. I mean, you know, you can't blame the players. They're looking for. It's like Klinsmann, if you yeah. remember. After yeah. one season, he went. Yeah. Because the because the Europeans were coming up in '96. Yeah, he wanted he to, the biggest you know, stage. Yeah. He wanted a big stage. Yeah. And, and and you can't blame the players. No, for that. I don't no blame them. But it will be. We will, they will take some replacing. Obviously, yeah. uh, Lloris and Eriksson in particular. I mean, Vertonghen. Well, they'll all take some replacing. But the, but it's at least yeah, yeah, yeah. at least. I mean, a year ago. 
no one had really heard of mate well Bentaleb was just coming through no one had really heard of Mason he was off yeah. you know either injured or on loan and and Harry Kane was still regarded as a distant third choice you know mm-hmm. so we but that's a that's a fantastic thing that they're now really important players for us they've all come for nothing and they're not going anywhere do but you think though with Pochettino who oh, it's his birthday today so happy <laughs> birthday if he, <laughs> he doesn't celebrate to us. <laughs> um, the plan B though the, the, the one thing going back is is especially in yesterday's game, I, I haven't really seen enough of Pochettino yet to go, he can change something in a game and change the system to try and do it. The frustration to me yesterday was, especially in the first half, um, when it was quite even, we weren't getting enough players in the box. And I just sort of, I wanted to see something, him try and tweak something, which I, I know you could argue well, Mourinho would then change something himself mm. to counter it. But have you seen enough yet for, for my manager to see that he, he can play more than one kind of system? No, he doesn't change that system very much, but I think it's a, within the system itself. It's quite flexible, though, isn't it? That four-two-three-one, because I think the the three behind can they can either drop back and join in with the midfield, or they can move forward. Ericsson, also the three behind Kane, they float around a lot. I think so. He did go four-four-two at the end, basically. He did, didn't I, he? I think he it's put partly, on. partly down to what you said about the players. I mean, who, who, who realistically could change and play out of that system? There's not too many players, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, really. I think we are on the cusp of a. Uh, you know, a, another good two or three years with the, with the youth in these players, if we can hang on to those key players, and it's it's now a bit of a statement intent. If you can bring one or two really good world class players to augment that, if you can, then we've really got, and maybe those players would stay. I think the last time we were on this cusp, we signed Ryan Nelson and Louis Saha, mm, so yeah. which which now looks completely bizarre. We were second in the league, and that's who we signed. So mm. it's now really having that vision to say, well, what about if you get a Van der Vaart kind of player? What will that do to the others, and, and can we get them mm. into that fourth spot? Yeah, fair enough. Well, let's uh, just before we look back at the uh, the Fiorentina game, very quickly uh, a message from our sponsors. Thanks again to uh, mortgagenow.co.uk. Um, again, for any Spurs show listeners looking to get a mortgage, they will waive their fees of saving up to eight hundred pounds if you're looking for a mortgage. They're Spurs, they're Spurs fans. They'll waive their fees. So get in contact with them if you're looking. Uh, to, to get a mortgage. Fiorentina, I know Theo last week on the show you were saying, play our kids, let's just go out. Mm. You know, he didn't. He played a bit of a mishmash team against Fiorentina. And let's be honest, there's only one moment to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, there's three moments. Lame- for the, for well, the... putting Soldado through yeah. two on one. Here yeah. we go. We're going to mm. go all up. This is fantastic. Uh. And one of the worst... M- seconds of football I have seen in, in many, many a year. The sort of under-hit pass, because he's got no confidence to score, yeah. the under-hit pass to um, Chadley smothered by the goalie. And that, to me, summed up Sardado's Tottenham career. Uh, what did you think of the, the performance overall? Well, again, I thought we played quite well in that game as a whole. There were three big, big mistakes. If they hadn't yeah. happened, we would have won 1-0, you might, you could say, because both the goals were giveaway goals yeah. by stupid mistakes. And, of course, we should have been winning anyway because Saldado, yeah, I mean, absolutely <laughs> gobsmacking, just, just tra- tragic to watch. I mean, that is like to watch a man, you know, a professional man in his, in his job being so utterly sort of broken that he can't, he can't deal with a situation like that. It's just terrible. 
Yeah, did, you, did you watch the, watch the game? Or you... uh, I, no, I didn't watch the game. I, I mean, I saw the incident that you were talking about. You see, the Soldado is amazing. When he came last year, I was told, and this is my good football authorities, that this guy is going to be sensational. Mm. 20 goals man, see, you know, a season. 20 goals a season. You know, that sort of stuff. He'd come. And it, it, I don't know what's gone wrong. I mean, you know, I, I bet you if he goes to another club, he, 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 the floodgates will open. Something has gone... I mean, you know, I'm not blaming Spurs, but something has gone wrong. And... and and actually, Pochettino is showing a lot of patience with him. He, he, you know, he clearly believes that he's much better in, in terms of what he can do with, uh, rather than Adibayor and, and things like that. But at, at the moment, his confidence is just... I mean, I'm not sure he was that good, as you know, his talent was that good, particularly in this league. Um, but, you know, as, as you said... Mike, you know, he should have had, you know, it's a question of going around the goalkeeper. Most centre forwards or most forwards yeah, will this, want to yeah. do that, you know. He will want to and not to want to do that is such an amazing <laughs> choice. Um, and that, that makes you wonder whether he should really be playing him yeah. at all. But because, you know, in, in that position, he'll occasionally get a chance. Yeah. But Actually, he's, he's but quite he's got, a good approach player. He's, he's, he's very he's tidy. Really tidy. Really he's really not tidy. bad. Which shows you that it's a, 100% a psychological yes. thing and he's gone. But yeah. strikers do lose it, don't they? Some of the best strikers... Look at, for example, Robbie Fowler, who was the best striker I think I've ever seen when he was young. He scored three, four games uh, goals in a game regularly against the top side. I was told he was like Jimmy Greaves, you know. Uh, he was just unbelievable, was wasn't he? And, and he now Torres, Torres, back Torres at home in, in an environment he's, com- environment he's comfortable with and knows normally he's scoring goals again. Normally they don't come back but Torres has yeah, because he's happy he's and, and yeah. confident and yeah. loved but some of them they lose it and they don't they never get it back Andy Cole never really got it back did he I mean after after he went to Man U he was never quite the same and there's loads of those I think it is a mental thing it's a bit yeah. like we're going back to what we were saying earlier when you're young like that and it's going well and you're fearless you don't think about mm. what might go wrong and Soldado scores 20 goals for Valencia two seasons running or whatever it was and he's feeling great. He goes, so, yeah, why not? And then he has a few... I mean, he even didn't start that badly. He scored in his first game with a penalty. I think he scored another penalty after... After about six or eight games, you're still thinking, yeah, this guy, I like the look of him. He looks classy. He can mm. get a few goals. We just weren't making many chances yeah. because of what you were saying earlier about Andre, about Vilas Boas having that kind of ponderous sort of inconsequential mm. passing game. Maybe mm. that's what did for, for... Maybe if he had more chances earlier on, he would have put some away and, and psychologically mm. he wouldn't have suffered. But the longer you go, of course, as a striker without scoring, the more it plays on your mind yeah. I blame AVB yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go I don't know if I'm not massively anti-AVB but I've decided I've just suddenly worked it out it's all his fault I'm told he got the job on a PowerPoint presentation so you know AVB that's, yes that's, that's, so that was the sort of football he was playing I you know PowerPoint a, football that is a great <laughs> advert for PowerPoint but not a very good one for Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> Nathan your feelings with the Europa League because you know unless we go on a fantastic run out of the last 12 games the chances are we'll probably finish once again in the Europa League places and next season could be deja vu and the same all over again are you someone that are you a Spurs fan that goes no Europe's so important we've got to get back next season or are you, are you one of these like me that's sort of like the Harry Redknapp when we got in the Champions League no Europa football let's just go back to playing on Saturdays largely and, and, and then let, we, we could really do with missing out next season yeah I'm, I'm really torn if I'm honest there's a huge tradition with Spurs and the all white kit on the European nights and I, and I love them and you know the, the problem is there are so many games and this, this league thing is, is, it eats up so many games. So I think if we weren't to be in it, we would undoubtedly do better. But I'm, I, I can't readily let go of it and say, I don't want us in Europe because I think that's where mm-hmm. Spurs belongs in one shape or form. So 
It's not a definitive answer, but it's one that I do struggle with. And Mihir, what about you? Do you, are you one that thinks it's really important to play European football? Do you think it's just a Mickey Mouse competition? We no, do I don't think season? Europa League is a Mickey Mouse competition. I think if you look at clubs in Spain and Italy, they take it seriously. Remember, Spurs' last um, um, European trophy was uh, the yeah. UEFA Cup and, and that great save by the goalkeeper. I'm old enough. Tony I know you, you, now, guys, you, you guys were not even born then, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, we all remember yeah. that. I, I think let's. I mean, the Champions League is is in a different dimension. The world of football has changed. We all know that Premier League has come on and all that. But nevertheless, Europa League and you know other countries take it seriously. And you know, you look at the Europa League, the teams that are there. There's some bloody good teams in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and I don't think we should. We should. I know there's a problem of playing on Thursday and so on and so forth. But you know, if you have a squad of 25, you've got to make sure you do it right. And to a certain extent, Pochettino hadn't done it too badly. They're actually in Europe. If you look at our record in Europe under him it has been a bit indifferent more indifferent than than the um, than the league cup competition has yeah. been yeah. And yeah, you'd I mean, expect him to know Europe better. You uh, need a deep squad. Yeah. And as we've, as we've discussed, our squad isn't that deep. Because so, if you're going to play, if you're going to get uh, 25 players and, they've all, and they're all going to play regularly, they've all got to be up to a certain standard. Unfortunately, a lot of these, I mean, three of his players have literally disappeared. I mean, yeah. Adebay or Cap- I mean, he left them all at home. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. He actually left them at home. It's so just, lots I mean, of people have said, there's no problem. There? Not people have said, there's Adebayor. no problem with those three. It's all rumours. It's nonsense. Well, come on. He's left just those three at home. Yeah, but I think the problem with the squad is that there are, among the 25, you could easily cull five or six and you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't notice that they exactly. have gone. That's that the is the problem. And that's so you, what you need. You need to replace uh, them yeah, before you can play in yeah, two or three you, competitions. You need to get, in the summer, the right sort of replacement yeah. and move the players on. And yeah. that, that depends, you know, on, on what the purchase is. Maybe, maybe those four or five fringe players are one, well, the ones that we bring say, through the academy, really, because also that's where they can get experience. Yeah, but we've got also we've got two or three good players out on loan, haven't we? I mean, yeah, Carroll... Carroll and Pritchard. Carroll's held his own at Swansea. He gets in, gets in the team. Yep. He's a neat and tidy player. I mean, you'd you'd have him over Paulinho in Capu. In your, mm. I mean, he's not the same sort of player, but he could play deep in a sort of Modric role, or he could play in the maybe even in the three behind. Mm. And then Pritchard is a very exciting attacking player. Yeah. Who could also play in that three behind. I was talking to um, Chris Ramsey, who was you know yeah. in the academy, and he was he was mentioning Carroll in the same breath as mm. uh, Harry Kane and 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 Mason. You there know. you go oh. then. So and he know, will come with. Premier League experience absolutely yeah. so I mean that's, that's exciting because that, that, that won't involve spending any money those two get in the squad and you would take them now you know yeah. get over some of the players we've got in the squad yeah very true well just before we uh, look forward to the, the, the really big league games coming up just to remind everyone um, our end of season live show Monday May the 25th um, our special guests are Osvaldo Ardiles and Ricardo Villa Three. together. Yeah. So it's going to be a wonderful night in Covent Garden. Uh, if you go to www.live.spurshow.net, you can get your tickets there and uh, come along, meet them, uh, hear from them. And, and I know that Oz is a big mate with Pochettino, so I'm sure we'll get some really interesting inside information on that night about the current team and who uh, Pochettino rates and who he doesn't rate so coming on to that um we've got this again a bizarre sort of full uh, list of fixtures uh, this midweek wednesday we've got home a difficult game i mean hey we haven't won a game in five games but playing swansea city at home uh, a, a, an absolute must win who have any chance to get a top four the the next two games so we, we have to get maximum points against swansea then qpr's being rearranged uh for the weekend um here what, what, what do you what do you think is going to happen in these next two games 
Well, I mean, this is a big test for Pochettino, mm. isn't it? He's yeah. got to lift his players up. Um, you know, um, going to Wembley, first final, Kane, it seems, had never been to Wembley as, as a player. He'd been as a as an 11-year-old kid, not wearing the Arsenal shirt, but wearing the, the Tottenham shirt and all that sort of thing. I mean, I, you know, the, the, this will really be the test of him. It's how he lifts them and how, mm. how they play and, you know, what team he selects and so on and so forth. And, of course, as you say, that is the, the league is the only concentration and we need to win both those matches, you know, um, absolutely, no question about it. Um, because, but what I find encouraging, the only, the only thing is that sometimes... This season, if you look at Spurs, they've had victories, Chelsea, Arsenal, victories we would normally not have. But against some slightly inferior opposition, if one may use that term without... uh, I think you you can with West Ham. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes they they, they seem to start off as if they, for some reason, they don't don't seem to start off as if if the match has started. The referee has blown the whistle. You know, they're waiting for something else. And and, and I hope this doesn't happen in these two matches because both these teams um, and Swansea is quite a good side and, and QPR are fighting for their lives mm. so you know it'll make a difference mm. QPR have got a good home record actually yeah, for a team that's that far mm. down the mm. table and they've but, got a lot of Tottenham insiders though obviously mm. as Mir mentioned there yeah Ramsey, absolutely and Ferdinand, so I mean really you know I agree totally it's about what they can do psychologically teams that win the League Cup famously sometimes dip badly well, we afterwards as we did oh, yeah, yeah we did. And, and we did and <laughs> Birmingham went straight down and etc mm. but we lost it. So maybe that's something that they'll lose and say, look, we're out of Europe, we're out of the League Cup, it's all over, it's only about one thing now, games. and we've got to come back and really prove that we are, we are a decent side, and this is, all you've got to do now is, here's a massive cliche coming up, every one of those 12 games you've got to treat like another cup final. Mm-hmm. 12 cup finals, <laughs> 12 cup finals into the top four, and it's like, as we all know, top four is like winning a trophy, mm. controversial, cliche. Yeah. But I, mean, you know. I, but I think he's right. That the problem is if we had like because I think out of the twelve games we've got Man United away, Southampton away, Man City at home, May the second, which I think by then the nine league points. was done and dusted. I think so. That's nine points in the bag, then. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the, the problem is I think we almost need more of those big games because we raise them. Yeah. When we play the Swans at home, QPRs, Villa, we obviously I assume we've still got to play. These are the games that. Yeah, we got Villa at home. That'd be a good one. My, my first thought, and when I, heard, I remember that Swansea on Wednesday was not another bloody game. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm maybe sure that it's, maybe it's good thing. Though. Yeah, maybe it's good. You get to bounce back up, players, and, yeah. and a win would be win would give us that fresh impetus again. Yeah. And, and as Theo says, you know, it, it doesn't take much to get us right back in that mix. We're not we're not handicapped by all these cups anymore. We've got mm. ten games. Or remember, games. Swansea have some ex players. You know, the great law yeah. of the ex. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Glanville's famous phrase. You know, yeah. Sigurdsson especially. Yeah, he's yeah. quite a good he's player. He's got something to and, prove. Yeah, and, and he's. I mean, I can see. Remember him scoring some sensational goals for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I still think we can draw nil nil on that one. <laughs> Carl Norton. That's the he's ambition. Got eh? to prove. <laughs> but they can't play Tom Carroll. That's the good news. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the sort of top six, seven teams now. I mean, uh, Liverpool now hitting form. Yeah. Uh, United still sort of flat scraping team, results but are getting, getting results. results Arsenal getting again, results. against Everton look yeah. quite average but they yeah. they know how to, how to squeeze out results so who do you think you know do you really think you know we, we, even if we start winning well, some games do you really think we've still got a, a chance yeah we've just got to do what this? they do we've got to do yeah. what Arsenal do every year which is not necessarily play well for the last 12 games but get a big points haul I think we can why, why not you see, Arsenal, I mean, you know, people rubbish Fenger and the Arsenal, there's a small core of Arsenal, or a significant core of Arsenal fans who want Wenger to go, yeah. and you look at the moniker result, but you know, Wenger still delivers. Yeah. He 
still delivers all the time. He's delivered Champions League places yeah. all these years. And yeah. if you talk to any manager, he'll tell you that that's, a, that's the thing. I know, Theo, you said it's a cliche, but that is how football has changed. Absolutely. In the old days, winning the FA Cup was almost as good as winning the league. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, now nobody would you know, even think about no. it. No, but, no, no, it's, right. it's not an Arsenal podcast, but getting knocked out of the, <laughs> the, the, of the, of the first knockout stages every five years running isn't for, for a club that size. And, you know, yeah, it's not good. It's not but good. to get in 12 years running on a low budget I is, mean, we is take an achievement. That. Is it a low budget? <laughs> well, it was a low budget. It's not a low yeah. budget now. Not no, no, now, they're, that's they're for sure. You've got Sanchez and Ozil well, and God knows what. This is why the pressure's yeah. on, I think. You know, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you're right, it's not an Arsenal podcast. And could I just say that by far the best result of the last week was Monaco winning <laughs> at, at, the, oh, at, at the Effluent Stadium with Berbatov Scott. I couldn't believe it because I was watching the Brits because oh, my beautiful. kids want to watch the Brits. So I had the football on and below me on my iPad. <laughs> I kept jumping out my seat. They go, Dad, for goodness <laughs> sake. Well, experts, it's like when Naeem, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. We were in the get in the ground. Yeah, you? I was at the ground. Wow. Yes, I yes, remember. Yes. We all remember the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Naeem from the twelve twelve yard halfway line. Yeah. yeah. And while, while we're talking, while we're talking about other teams as well, I mean, yesterday I want to, you know, the Spurs fans were tremendous, and and there was yeah. a real, there was a real sense of belonging there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. At Wembley, and also, you know, you're looking around, and you're seeing. I, Bumped into people I hadn't seen in years, yeah, yeah. and yeah, was family. Great. I was sitting in the same block as family. Yeah. It, was, it was wonderful, and and you know, and the, the ten minute journey from the station to the stadium with all the Chelsea fans made me realise they can have all the trophies in the world, but there's only one I, end I, I want to be. In. I I had yeah. a Chelsea fan experience. I must say, I was fortunate to be one in the in one of the boxes, and the guy in the next box came up as as the end as the Spurs players were going up to collect their. Um, losers medal and he said why are the losers getting medals and and I just couldn't believe this is this is a obviously well off may or may not be educated yeah. I don't know yeah. I have no idea of his background and I couldn't <laughs> I said you don't understand sport and he got upset with me and you know that is very sad to yeah. see you know that is really sad yeah. that is how even one fan and I hope no first fan because you know at that moment of victory you can be generous yeah it was and, you sad know, and, and you know they, they've come to the final okay they lost for, yeah. you know but they still deserve their medals for coming but you know out. what it's sad for two reasons it's sad because it's so, so, such a lack of graciousness I know, yeah. but also it's sad because it's a complete Ignorance, because there's always runners-up medals in absolutely. every final that's ever been played. That was the point I was it's saying. Probably, yeah, it's how one do you those, win if you don't have any classic losers? plastic Johnny-come-lately <laughs> yeah. fan. And that is sad. You know, that, it worries me that there are still elements. And you often, I'm sorry I'm not being anti-Chelsea, but that is often you Feel find in that... Yeah, you do. You absolutely do, yeah. So, so quick protection yeah. then, uh, gentlemen. Theo, Swansea and QPR. I what think... I'd like to think we can win those games. I think, you know, that's what it's all about. You're now. I think we can do school? it. I think we'll win 2-1 and 2-1, because that's yeah. the Tottenham way. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm going to... I'm. <sighs> My, my, my head says nil-nil still. But no, I, <laughs> no. Let, let's be positive. Let, let's say we're going to go out and, and win 2-0 against Swansea. I think QPR will be harder uh, and that may be more challenging, but let's say a draw there. A draw? Mm, okay. Probably not good enough for us then, Mihir. I think uh, I'll be bold and agree with you that we'll win. Yes, probably, probably, you know, we'll concede goals to both of them and, mm. and just win by one goal margin. I can't be absolutely precise how many it'll be. Oh, I'm not going to be a party people. Let's say two wins, come on. <laughs> I'll go 2-1 Swansea to, to Tottenham to beat Swansea. Right, yeah. And at QPR, I think we'll win 3-2. Uh, wow. I think one of those games... It'll get, be get your money on a nice on. big exactly. double there, mate. <laughs> um, next week, uh, we have... Uh, he couldn't join us this week, sadly. We'll be next week. David Aronovich from The Times is here next week. And Bernie Kingsley from the old Cockle Doodle Doo. 
uh, our guest next week. For all our links to the free iPhone apps and join our Facebook group and Twitter, go to spurshow.net. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. You've, you've helped me sort of purge <laughs> the Mike's weekly feeling. therapy, group therapy. It is group. his group therapy. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us uh, tonight. And uh, thank I'm you feeling very much better for now. Yeah. <laughs> there you are. Uh, you, you're writing a book. Tell us about the book. Plug your book very quickly. Well, it's, it's not a sports book. It's right. a book about India, where I grew right. up, where I learned to follow Spurs, and the, mm-hmm. in the double day shows my ages. It's mm. about how, how the world has changed and how India right. has changed, and you know how, and also sport has changed. You know mm-hmm. how. Uh, when, when's that coming? And that out? Should, I'm just about to finish it, so it okay. should be out in about three or four months' time. Yeah, fantastic. That's thank you. What's very it much called? It's called From Midnight to Glorious Morning, question mark. It's a bit like Spurs' story, you see. You're right. still waiting for the glorious <laughs> yeah, morning yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's about 2am at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thanks for downloading and uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. This week's show is brought to you by amortgagenow.co.uk, the independent online mortgage brokers. Do you need help with a mortgage or remortgage? amortgagenow.co.uk provide a unique online independent mortgage advice service. This means no meetings, no paperwork, no hassle. Whatever your mortgage or remortgage needs, we can help. Visit amortgagenow.co.uk or call us now on 020-8979-9684. A Mortgage Now are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.